Hello and welcome to the Amateur Skeptics Podcast number 208. Join me this evening, Matt. Good evening, everybody. And we've got Ian. I have crawled forth from the mud and have returned. At least you admit you've been rolling around in the mud. What else are you doing in free time? <laughs> and Mad Cat. I knew there was something going on when I picked up those rocks and sticks. <laughs> and we have, this is special, guys, we have the dumbass himself. This is going to be fun. We can stay up all night swapping manly stories, and in the morning, I'm making waffles. <laughs> all right. Really? All right. <laughs> That's right, dumbass. Now you're a flying talking donkey. <laughs> Somebody got the reference. Oh. How is everybody doing? Good. Doing pretty good. Yeah? All right. Doing okay. Okay, good. Wow. Hey, we bought trees. <gasps> I know. Wow. Well, because now we live in a subtropical climate, we can have some some citrus trees. So we have a tart kumquat, and we have a variegated pink lemon. Wow, both of those sound like euphemisms. <laughs> <laughs> they do. You guys should look up the the variegated pink lemons. They are beautiful. They the, the outside coloring is this you know um, this yellow a green stripey, and the inside of it the bright pink. They're beautiful. So they're great for presentation, and they taste good. Who have you given one to? Well, I got them. I got them when I did uh, my Blue Apron and stuff. They, they, right, the Blue but who have you given them to? Given my lemons to? Yeah. If, if they're great for presentation, or if that's what you're saying, then you must have presented one to somebody. <sighs> when you're plating stuff, you're presenting the food, right? So you can use these pink lemons for presenting. You know, they'd be great on a pie, right? On maybe a, a lemon chiffon pie. You you could use the pink lemons on there to you know for you know a little artistic flair. Can't send them across the border, can you? No, um, no, you can't. It, uh, it's um, I don't know. I no, don't know where they can ship them because there's a wall. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's funny the the tree we we bought the trees and there's these tags on that say that you cannot take this out of the quarantine area. Hmm. So I don't know about the fruit though. The fruit might be shippable, but the plant definitely not. It cannot leave um the quarantine area, which I assume is. I don't know what what exactly that is, but it's probably you know Houston or, or maybe not all of Houston. Ah, the fruit is all I'd want. Eh? <laughs> well, yeah, exactly, right? I mean, who wants to grow these things? I wouldn't mind growing them, but it's a little too cold. I, I always wanted a lemon tree as a kid. I thought that would be that would be cool, and now now I have one. My grandfather had one. Yeah, it was tiny. Now I got a song in my head. Lemon tree, very pretty, and the lemon flower is sweet. But the fruit of the poor lemon is impossible to eat. I don't, I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't, I don't know claim to be able to sing. No, I think you should have let Max sing that. <laughs> no, but lemon. Yes, it is. Lemons are great. Anything else going on? What are we, what's going on, guys? Well, um, I got Mile High Con coming up next month. Yeah, of course. Uh, this is the big Mile High Con 50, so they're having a bunch of... um. That so basically Mile High Club? What? The Mile High Club? <laughs> mile High Con. It's science fiction. So there's no clubs with <laughs> Maybe they'll celebrate with special brownies. They, <laughs> that, that wouldn't surprise me knowing this crowd. But what they did was any surviving past guest of honors and Toastmasters were reinvited. Um, to it, so they have a pretty big um, uh, list of get- guests this time around. Nice, pretty fun. For instance, um, well, Robert Sawyer. I don't know. Um, he, he's a Canadian writer, uh, multiple award winner. Um, mm. I knew his brother so Tom. So Canadians are still r- allowed in the U.S. right now? As far as I know, <laughs> I don't know. Don't I wouldn't push your luck. I think there's a wall. <laughs> there's not a. He's uh, probably working on a wall on this side now. Yeah, well, yeah, because he can't kill us, right? And he and he certainly does not like uh, like your uh, prime minister. Well, well, well. Hold on now. I mean, there's legitimate reasons there. Like, um, like ninety percent of Canada's population is massed on the U.S. border, and they can walk among among us undetected. We already. Do. <laughs> but you also have other big other known authors. Uh, Stephen Brust will be there again. Barbara Hamley. Yeah. Stephen Bruce. Oh, he's actually a, quite a uh, fun guy. I, I've met him at a couple conventions so far. Dang, uh, Barbara, even more because I can't go. <laughs> <laughs> I got Barbara Hambly. Um, a lot of the local ones. Uh, I, you know, Will McCarthy. He's a great writer. Um, not that well known, but I've read I think every single one of his books, and they're actually quite impressive. Really good on the science. 
Um, Kerry Vong's another local one that has a big following, but she's almost always there. And of course, Connie Willis, who I think is one of the most brilliant writers out there, but she's also almost all, is at all the Mile High Cons, but she'll be there again. Um, Lawrence Watt Evans, I'm not overly familiar with him, but I know he has a following. Uh, Jason Van Pelt is a fairly established author, but uh, there'll be a nice variety of you know bigger authors, of course, the local bats. And I know a lot of... Um, Authors who have been local that moved out are actually coming back just for this because nice. my, my high kind is one of those the, the local authors are really loyal to. So, well, I'm quite loyal to uh, Stephen Bruce's books. I've uh, gotten into the Jarek series a long time ago. Now that uh, that Jason Van Pelt, uh huh, I isn't he most famous for like uh, trying to hunt and kill Alan Parrish? Okay then. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways it's shaping up to be a pretty good convention all right yeah it sounds like it's going to be a, probably a, a bigger one than it's had in a while then yeah yeah okay. they're, they're expecting a good crowd all right and i will be there i will be on panels i if everything goes right i may have a new anthology available then um so that'll be cool if that actually happens oh hey and uh, you you should you should be aware of that um, on the last podcast, we, um, we took the liberty of pimping your sh- uh, pimping your book again. Cool. Yeah, I'm all for it. I think I'll though there it. might be some discrepancy between the comment com- content we're <laughs> describing and what what you might have actually written. There could be there yeah. could be a slight discrepancy. Yeah, I, I went back a couple slight. podcasts ago when you guys originally pimped it. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be, I think it was pretty clear that we were making shit up, right? <laughs> yeah. Hey, if it gets them to check it out and buy my stories, I got no problem with that. Oh no, that's called false advertising. That's not good. I, I'm not advertising. You are. Oh, so. oh, that's a good point. That's <laughs> a really good point. That is a point. <laughs> uh, all right, Madcat, what time is so, it? So, uh, on behalf oh. of Ian, uh, just want to say Ian's book cures cancer. <laughs> oh. I do not make that claim, but <laughs> <laughs> it's also a good lubricant. All right. What time is it, Mad Cat? (laughs) It is now, Ian and Dumbass's Masturbation Moment, brought to you by the Dumbass Media Empire. The Amateur Skeptics present Ian's Masturbation Moment, brought to you by the Dumbass Media Empire. The Dumbass Media Empire, bringing you content that touches people while they touch themselves. <laughs> okay, this is from, is it mashable-com.cdn, what, what the heck is this site? Uh, amprojects.org? They call it Mashable. Okay, Mashable. All right, so, so this, this is from... This is one of those things of supposedly real um, horror stories of masturbation. Basically, you know, they find people who are willing to... Tell them, oh, they're uh, most embarrassing, most kind of, oh, my God, I can't believe I tried that moment. Okay. With the, the first one, um, when I was 12 or 13, I had a sweet idea of taking the seeds out of a cucumber, putting it in the microwave, and humping it. What the hell? <laughs> I mean... started humping it, but instead of pleasant, I felt burning. What? I put the cucumber in the microwave way too long, oh God. and it blisters on my shaft for several days. So everybody, just remember, you know, when you put food in the microwave, you, you know, you take it out, you know, poke it to make sure it's the right temperature. Right, but, you exactly. Know, Wouldn't you put little... your finger in it first? Well, that's the, that's how it found out it was the wrong temperature was by poking it. <laughs> <laughs> but here's the thing. Is that, do you think, is this one real? Come on. That, 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 it, you know, people make your own judgment. Um, I this is like this. The, I was going to say, this is like American the scene from, Pie. exactly. And yeah. thinking, oh, you know, that that sounded pleasurable. Putting it into hot food. Okay, it, it might well, be. I can also, I can also think of a, a similar story from uh, from a uh, uh, a series of books about a Yorkshire veterinarian where they were trying to get a, a, a semen sample from a bull, and they filled the sample collecting tube with boiling water, Ow. and almost got killed by the bull. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Yeah. So, well, I mean, this could be this could be real. It could it could be it could be somebody making up a story. Um, you know, I, I have one, I've just been thinking about it, and I have one question about that. 
If the cucumber was so hot, how did he handle it in order to hump it? Well, that's what I'm thinking. What the what the fuck? How, how did he? And unless it's some sort of microwave thing, where like, I, I think it's kind of a myth that it heats things from the inside out. But well, no, that, well, that I mean that's the, the, the not, cucumber's no, filled with softer tissue inside than out, so it might have been that the softer tissue heated up more because it had more water in it. Don't but... We found out your homework for the next. <laughs> 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 Here's the thing is that because it's using radiation that, that is putting through the food and it's vibrating the, the water molecules, it could it could potentially get as hot on the inside as the outside, right? Or hotter on the inside than the outside. Maybe. I mean, but but regardless, re- regardless, he scooped them out into something, right? Into a bowl yeah. or something. Wasn't the bowl hot? I would think he would have scooped it out beforehand. Well, that's what he I, said. I got the impression he took the seeds out first. Yeah, which reminded me of the hollow thing kind of almost a trap for heat. You think that's what, so he, so then he warmed the, the cucumber, he took the seeds out, and then he yeah. warmed the cucumber. Which could, like I said, th- thinking about physics and stuff, the inside could have almost been a trap and actually built up even more heat than the outside. Because on the outside, at least the heat could dissipate. Okay, but on here's the, the thing, it's a cucumber, wouldn't it wilt? Wouldn't, I mean, how would you even pick it up? <laughs> Okay, dumbass. You're gonna have to tell us. Work. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm gonna do just what I did in school. I'm not gonna do it and make up some weird excuse. Okay, that's that great. Works. I think that's probably best. That's best um, for the so best. I, I don't claim any of these stories to be true. These are just stories that were put out there that sounded amusing. Okay. I, I, you know, I, I think that it's said that the uh, cucumber is very pretty, and the skin might bring you luck, but the fruit of the cucumber is impossible to fuck. <laughs> okay then. <laughs> so, all right. Well, read me the next one. I, I, oh, wait a you minute. Maybe, about, about maybe I'll do my three. homework after all. I, I'll, uh, I'll go out and buy a cucumber. <laughs> so the I'll next report to you how much pain I've got. I'm in next week. So. Oh boy. The, yeah. the next one's a bit embarrassing, but it's not quite you know twisted. Apparently, this person has epilepsy. One night they were going at it, had a seizure, and the parents hear something and come in to find a, um him passed out in the midst of getting himself off. Okay, this is completely plausible. Yeah. I mean, th- 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 this could happen, sure. So number three... I hear, that, which... I hear that a lot of people with epilepsy can feel a seizure coming on, but maybe some can't. Well, but maybe not while you're masturbating. <laughs> well, and oh. it, it's, it's going to depend. Some seizures you're going to have warnings of, and some seizures you're not. Yeah, sure. Or at least and that's the, what I've always heard. In the midst of creating an orgasm, that could be confused with the seizure. And... Well, he says, all I can say is that it must have been one hell of an orgasm to make me seize. <laughs> <laughs> so the next one, I'm going to summarize because it's a long one. Uh, two high school friends talking about um, penis sizes and such and finding the D spot. And they decide to experiment. Supposedly, they go in and they um, were going to use hot dogs. Couldn't find hot dogs. Instead, found spicy um, kibasa. Um, and decided, okay, they will tr- try the spicy kibasas, but using condoms to make sure um, it, it doesn't ha- burn. But um, the one, so they, they get under blankets, take their panties off, and go to work trying this out. And this is how one of them learns that she um, has a latex allergy, as she apparently passes out from it um, and ends up tearing her hymen. And of course, her friend had to explain to her parents what had happened as. They call the ambulance to get her to the emergency room. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm taking ex- exception to this one too because because latex, while you can have an allergic reaction to it, would you would you really? I mean, could it make you pass out like this? That 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 kind of an allergy? Uh, well, and more, more homework for me. Not yeah, to maybe. Do. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> more homework. For you. I don't know. Maybe. I mean, if she went into anaphylactic shock, but man, that's that sucks. Wow. Well, on the other hand, though, you know, we've got. Uh, We've got song lyric evidence. <laughs> Tenacious D, Kilbasa. I love you, baby, but all I can think about is Kilbasa sausage. Your butt cheeks is warm. <laughs> okay then. But I will say this because because it was a spicy Kilbasa sausage. Using the you, the the right thing to do was to use the condom. They, they made a good choice <laughs> yeah. here to use the condom to cover that thing. I mean, at least at least they did that part correct. <laughs> well, I hope they didn't waste the food. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, they they did. Spoiler. Okay, they threw him away. The next one is just creepy. Apparently, the guy's grandmother was staying at the house. He was upstairs taking care of himself, and suddenly the door creaks open, and his grandmother, who apparently doesn't notice what he's doing, walked around his room 
with a knife and then leaves. That's scary. Yeah, that 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 was a really. I mean, that that this really almost had nothing to do with masturbation. Yeah. It was, the fa- it was the fact that grandma came into the walked was sleepwalking with a knife. Or yeah, that, yeah, that was just creepy. I I'm I'm having a hard time thinking if they already knew that she was having problems if they weren't keeping her away from the cutlery. There is a problem there. Yes. Next one sounds fairly standard. Um, I had poison ivy, but before I realized it, I had masturbated. Um, goes into, I, I didn't completely understand what, I, it, it's so fucking bad, I took a hairbrush and just went to town. Ow! <sighs> oh, yeah, oh, but just gosh. thought of that, just, ow! Wow. Yeah. I mean, okay, I mean, that, sure, that, wow. And embarrassing, too. Uh, then we have the next one, a 13-year-old is on the beach of the... Well, ma- well hold on one second. Okay. Uh, generally speaking, if somebody's masturbating to poison ivy, they've got a DC comic and open in front of them. <laughs> <clears throat> okay, I'm done. Yeah, okay, thanks. <laughs> You're being done. <laughs> I'm being bothered by a thir- uh, 15 year old. So, uh, th- okay, the next one 13 year old's on the beach at a Mazabikin coast somewhere. And um, he-, he thinks he's all alone. Finds a nice secluded place and decides to start getting himself off. Uh, a few minutes later, he hears sniggering behind him, and about 30 people from the local, local village, mostly teens but also women and kids, are standing in a group staring at him. Because <laughs> apparently he found the best place to see the sunset, and, and the villagers <laughs> apparently like to come there to watch it too. But how did he not hear these people coming? 30 people, 30 uh, people walking around is not is never going to be quiet. <laughs> They must walk like cats. I don't know. I, I that he was really into it. Yeah. Or it was actually <laughs> just like one person. It was only now, one person. One... But when he told the story, it became thirty. <laughs> uh, the next one definitely sounds. I was masturbating on my sheets once, and the cat was in the room. I don't know if I even need to go into where it goes from there, but obviously the cat thought something was wrong and decided he had to. Um, or she apparently was a female cat. Yeah, and the claws <laughs> went where you definitely don't want the claws going on. Here's the thing: is that your cat? The cats are trying to kill you anyway, right? Because <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> didn't you have a similar story about an old boyfriend? Oh yeah, I had. Uh, there was this one boyfriend. I always made a joke about him about uh, why did the blonde girl have a sore belly button? <laughs> the boyfriend was blonde too. That was basically him. Anyway, he decided that it was fun doing these things he called dick-ups. And uh, I said, fine, and walked out of the room. And his cat, uh, Cujo, <laughs> perfect name, yeah. went in and didn't know what these what he was doing and attacked it. So, yep. <laughs> wow. You know, there's a Robin Williams bed. <laughs> Brian, you know that one. That's um, when I invented the catapults. Oh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, he screamed and the cat pulted his <laughs> own. So next we have a person who claims they um, had problems of being, getting lightheaded. He believes it um, might have been because of dehydration back then. Yeah, that that, that um, was kind of a strange story. Yeah, so um, rubs one out, gets up to the bathroom, which is across the hall from his um, bedroom. His parents are apparently down the hall, so he has privacy. And as he's getting to the bathroom, he starts feeling lightheaded and um, loses his balance. At which point, he hits his head up on the toilet. And next thing you know, his mother is busy. Um, are you okay? What happened? What happened? And um, he, he sounds like he doesn't think his mother actually saw what happened, but he quickly closed the door. And after that, started drinking a lot more water. Hmm. Hmm. Not really that great of a story. Yeah, actually, yeah. that story might be might be better if you were more clinical when you told it. Maybe maybe that would help. Instead of rub one out, you could say. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, he says what is it something like uh, um would often play a little five on one. Oh, hey, yeah. that's good. <laughs> Which I mean, makes me think he's probably um. Which that doesn't happen? sound like U.S. slang. Right, because in the U.S. it'd be Rosie Palm and her five friends. Beating the bishop. Or waxing the dolphin. Waxing the dolphin? Yep. Okay. Beating the bishop sounds very Italian to me. Hey, that's what they do in Pennsylvania, I think. Wax the dolphin? They they, they have a huge... We we can talk about the Catholic Church some other time. A young lady wakes up on her 19th birthday and decides to um, pass the time with her favorite dildo. Um, while she's under the cover enjoying herself, her mother bursts into the room and sings happy birthday to her. Nice. That's awesome. (laughs) (laughs) 
this one I believe. This can happen. No problem. <laughs> uh, the whole time I'm thinking to myself, please leave. See, but, <laughs> exactly. And so like this this is this is embarrassing. It doesn't stretch credulity, right? I mean, this this right. is very I mean, this, that's a great story. I think that one's from a movie though. I'm not, saying, oh. that I'm not saying it didn't happen. Okay. But you think I, that, I think uh, that okay. one's from that's a problem. And here with those, come yeah. your nephews and nieces to jump on the bed and join you. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, so I like zebras. Just <laughs> not count as, as a, a sandwich meat. As sandwich meat, I will. I, I, I would. I not say no, <laughs> but I'm not sure that um, that 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 I that a painted donkey is my type of zebra. You just don't like counterfeit zebras. I'm not into counterfeit, counterfeit zebras. zebras. That's that's kind of where I'm very, going. Yeah. yeah. But there have been at least a couple of zoos which have tried pawning off painted zebras or painted painted donkeys to look like zebras, not painted zebras to look like donkeys, um, which would be funny too. But anyway, <coughs> they tried to pass off zebras, and the stripes were wonky stripes, and they the you know white donkeys just painted. <laughs> Trying to so, pass them off. This, so this is Zoo Tries to Pass Off Painted Donkey as Zebra. And this is from the Cairo Zoo. And then there's another one in Egypt that did it. Well, and... that, that, is, that, is, that, that is Cairo. Cairo's in, in Egypt. Oh. Cairo, well, Egypt. I have no clue. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they they tried to pass off, Mad pass Cat. off donkeys as Zebra. Mad Cat, do you actually have no clue or are you, are you just in denial? That too. <laughs> but I she's... have no clue and I'm in denial. But um, I guess um, there's an Israeli zoo. Oh, no, there, there's a zoo on, on the Gaza Strip that did the same thing. Except for the difference with that one was they fessed up to it, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They said, yeah, we know, but it was too expensive to get the zebra because we couldn't get it through the tunnel. <coughs> <laughs> so so we had to. But the kids love it. So don't tell them. <laughs> well, you know what? You know what the, thing about, the thing about that zoo in Cairo, though, um, when they tried to pass off a donkey like that as a zebra, uh, Egypt, their customers. Yep, they did. <laughs> wow. <laughs> this, whole thing, this whole thing got me thinking, though. It's, it's like uh, you go to a zoo, uh, and they, like even if they did a really good job uh, on the stripes or whatever, like you, you were, couldn't tell, you go to a zoo, you're, you're looking at, a, at uh, either a donkey or a zebra. Uh, no matter which you're told it is, you come away, you've had the same experience. Only if you recognize it as a zebra and not as a donkey right, that so, is. Now, like, if, if you're completely fooled, you, you pretty much have the same experience as you would if you come there and you saw an actu- actual zebra. Okay, but does that make it right? I think it just makes zoos lame. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but here's Those the thing. Is that, like, like, the one in the Gaza Strip, that, I, I, that one I, I, I kind of get, right? Because the, 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 there's some limitations there. But Cairo, does Cairo really have an excuse? The Cairo Zoo? I think so. They just didn't want to go get the zebras, I suppose. I, I don't know. But somebody but, from PETA will tell me that they shouldn't be in zoos in the first place. And so, oh, <laughs> they do have. Uh, there are animals that are zebra donkey cross or a zebra horse, but um, that looks quite a bit different from a donkey made up as a zebra. Right. Well, horses and zebras are members of the same family, and mm-hmm. the donkey is also a member of the same family. Yeah. So I mean, but you think? But the thing is, is that that. If if the zoo is trying to pass off a donkey as a zebra, its credibility is damaged. Yes, yeah. very much so. But the other thing is, too, is that an awful lot of these ones that have done stuff like this do more faking. Well, that's what I'm saying, um, right? I mean, if they're going to yeah. fake this, what else are they going to fake? Well, well there's uh, more fake facts I have there. Uh, okay, what else you got? You know, I thought those parrots looked an awful lot like chickens with three toes in front. <laughs> <laughs> Could be. Well, there's five zoos that uh, tried hard on this bit. Of course, there was the zebra bit. The that's happened uh, several times. Puppies. Yeah, we well, have a panda pandas. one. Which pandas, I can understand more of trying to do that because pandas are almost extinct, and um, the Chinese government really controls the population of it strongly. And I say, I say, let them so, go extinct too. I mean, if you've got a, if you've got an animal that doesn't want to fuck and reproduce, yeah. they should just die. Let them go. <laughs> Corey, yeah, the that... juice stick fan? What's that? Well, there's so few you, of them now. You're... They know each other all together. Yeah, Corky and the oh, juice stick fan. Oh God, it's her. No, I don't want them. No, who's Corky? No, Corky and who? 
Corky and the Juice Pigs, they have a song, uh, The Pandas Must Die. No, I've never heard this song. Oh, God. Oh. I well, thought you were Ryan, making a reference to it there. No. Ryan, you can't, you can't include the cockabos in that, though. They want to fuck. They just can't find each other. Well, that that, that might be true. <laughs> no, that, that that's fine. Yeah, no, we do know the pandas do seem to have a problem hooking up. Yeah, they do. So hey, I, the, the... hey, I can prove that the cockapos want to fuck because I, I can find video on this. <laughs> one actually, one fuck Stephen. <laughs> Seriously. Right. Okay. I've Go seen ahead. that one. What 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 are, what are the what what are what are we looking at here? Well, there's also in the desert zoo in China's Sang Shandong province. They uh, had a husky in with the wolves and were passing off the husky as a wolf. That's funny. <laughs> okay. Apparently, the the wolf got in there or something. They admitted that it was a husky, and you know the. Husky just got along so well with the wolves, and the tourists seemed to like it. Was okay. Wasn't was it China also that had a zoo that was trying to pass a dog off as a lion? Yep. Yes, they one. they uh, tried to pass off a um, oh darn chow 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 as a lion. Really? Yeah. Well, they, they, if you read it, they're claiming that actually they just did that um, because they were the lions had been. Um, Removed for breeding, and they let the dog in there, and it's their place for the time being, or something oh, okay. like that. Well, okay, and that's yeah. their excuse. All right. Uh, Israel had actually plastic. Yeah, well, the last one's really the uh, yeah. Just for fun. <laughs> uh, China seems to like doing stuff like this. Uh, cartoon-like inflatable dupes. <laughs> okay. Well, the China one's the interesting one because not only did they not provide the penguins, which apparently was something they were really promoting the zoo as being, oh, we're going to have a great penguin thing. Uh, they also had like the most common animals of, that they could find caged and um, as for the rest of the zoo. Nothing exotic, <laughs> nothing interesting. So it's like, really, this is what you have for a zoo. Yeah, and they just were doing that for whatever. Has it, 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 uh, do any of these stories has to, has a U.S. or Canadian zoo ever tried to do something like this? Not as far as I know. I haven't found anything online as of yet. But historically, it wouldn't surprise they, me. Sure, but they do recently, play big facts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah recently, um, I, you know, I, I've actually um seen some stuff on our zoos and stuff, and they, I think they hold themselves to some pretty high standards now. Good. Yeah, yeah. You know, I I know the Denver Zoo definitely. Well, I think the Houston know. does zoo does as well. I yeah. um I think that the yeah, uh, but the Denver Zoo is pretty nice zoo too. I mean, they, it's really yeah. come a long way since I was a kid. Yeah, and, and I think zoos in general, um, you know, especially we're talking about American Canadian zoos. Yeah, uh, there's some pretty high standards if you want to be recognized. You, you know, a zoo's not going right. to start up with a bunch of random animals. Now, you, if if you you want to start a zoo, you better make sure you're doing some stuff right. And there are still um, there are still zoos or places out there which people do not agree with. Like the um, here in Alberta in Edmonton, there's um, oh what is there's the uh, little zoo in Edmonton which uh, Storyland Zoo or whatever it's called. They have a an elephant there which they have it's been there forever and they've kept it here. But the thing is, is that it's in bad shape because of being in the cold and stuff like that. They just won't let it go with the other elephants or didn't let it go with the other elephants that they had sent to a special place down in the States. Hmm. So they just kept this one around. But then you also have the West Edmonton Mall, which had a bunch of dolphins in a very small area, which they had uh, petitioned to been petitioned against and the and they had been moved to uh, I forget which zoo but somewhere down in the states once again where they could properly be housed and taken care of because they you know they were born in captivity um, there are places all over that have you know small zoos or whatsoever which or zoos that they you try to get the animals to be put into a better place and it's very difficult to do so Hello. Yep. Yeah, well, no, we're we're listening, which is surprising <laughs> for this group, but uh, that that's what we're doing. Hey, I was looking at this. So this is the South China Morning Post, but this but this is very much this paper looks like it's in English, but it looks China focused. Is that correct? What is the South China Morning Post? Yeah, because that's so that's that's where we're getting some of this information from. 
Interesting. The other stuff yeah. that the other stuff, the first articles about the donkeys being passed off, those are from Newsweek.com. What else? Would, do, do we have any? Do you have more here? Uh, I have a couple which are not specific fake zoos, but uh, there's one with zoo fake facts that someone put on the internet on the zoo site just to make it funny so that people would be amused by them. Like um, <clears throat> animal fact: if you give a tiny if you give a tiny trombone to 76 ducklings, they will lead the most adorable parade you've ever seen. And that was for. Uh, is this the uh, fake zoo number? Uh, well, this is a real zoo that has fake. Um, uh, okay, okay. Fake facts. Fake and facts. Zoos, zoos tweeting fake, fake it, reviews as well. Is this from the Sun or is it another one that you? This one I'm looking at is from now 977 hit music variety. So it's a radio station. I've uh, I've got an answer about the South. South China Morning Post. Okay, uh, it's uh, located in Hong Kong, oh, it is. which is why it would be, which is why it'd be English and Chinese focused. Okay, because Hong Kong was a British colony for a very long time. Yeah, until re- till what? How many years yeah. ago has that been? It hasn't been that long. Hmm. All right. Yeah, because I was looking at you. Get you've got this next another one here um, of fake stuff. You got a lot of fake zoo fact stuff. Yep, they're um, the fake zoo one. They're just jokes. Basically, is that they were putting information up where like a chinchilla, which I don't know why is at a wildlife park, but they put so much fluff, so much rate of species. Yeah, I see that. That's okay. So they're kind of cute though. They're just cute just little cute tweets. Little fun things. <clears throat> oh yeah. The Oregon zoo had uh, bats and it had great value. Love these must have all on all outdoor adventures. Keeps bugs off. Even when wet cordless, <laughs> they are cordless. Um, the otters first impressions overall very good uh, first impression sturdily built totally winter ready and waterproof only comes in brown but that's actually a plus so these are fun right. these, I'm convinced fun. I'm going to skin an otter for its pelt <laughs> oh god <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the uh, platypus one ah uh, yes one star ordered a duck, otter, and beaver bundle. Apparently, there was some sort of freak accident in shipping. Contacted shipper, they claim no error. Bad seller, never buying again. <laughs> <laughs> that is funny, though. That's great. Yeah, and they were just. <clears throat> oh, I like the white, uh, white uh, alligator crocodile here. Color not as shown, not even close. Supposed to be predator, but just sits on a heated rock all day. Let's turtles walk all over him. If ambush predators are so different, you should tell people. Also missing one big toe. <laughs> okay. Yeah, these are you fun. Know, I, this reminds me an awful lot of the, the April Fool's posts that Petco put up for their animals. <clears throat> like uh, they had, they had they'd put a lorikeet with a red eye in the photo as the hellbird. <laughs> <laughs> see but i that, that kind of stuff i think is is fun i i you know it's a it's not oh, the yeah. same as these fake art the first articles where people were trying to to fake something and pull one over on them these these right. are just done in, in with i mean in good humor these were it's just totally done different. as fun and that yeah i just wanted to put stuff in that was fun to offset also the um stupidity of you know trying to do those oh there's a res- there's a response then, to the bat one I'm sorry, oh, go ahead. Go ahead with that one. Uh, the, there's a response to it. It says, don't forget they come with convenient hooks for hanging storage when not in use. <laughs> yep. So people were actually responding to these as well, making their own jokes. Oh, level 10 sensitive lumberjack. Very satisfied with the shipping. I ordered a frog, and what I get is a big melted pile. <laughs> That's weird. That is a weird-looking frog. That is awesome. That is. And then... I'll let our Birdman read the last one. Ah, uh, it's a, uh, looks like a, it's some type of an Amazon. Yeah, it looks like a double yellow-headed Amazon, maybe? I, I was going to say some sort of a yellow-headed Amazon, but yeah. um, three three out of five audio recorder. Mixed feelings on this review. <laughs> I wouldn't recommend it to anyone. It only records what it finds interesting and will replay loudly, usually at or before sunrise. Also, no battery needed. Requires fresh food and veggies. Very messy. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> no, no, lots of it. Oh yeah, lots of shit. Yeah, but not, but not as bad as a lorikeet. That's true. They they're fruit eaters, oh. 
And so they're so uh, they're fruit eaters, and they require they also require nectar too. Yeah, yeah. They're beautiful birds, though. Oh yeah, very colorful. And then, of course, we have another situation here of well, not specifically a zoo, but a fake news report, an actual fake zoo, fake news report of a uh, twenty-eight stone woman not suing Paris Zoo because of a hippo trying to rape her. Oh my God! It it was a complete lie. <clears throat> altogether the picture that they used for the woman was a woman off of one of those uh um variety shows uh about overweight people and the woman had actually died a few years before this report even this joke even came out so they made a great big story whoever did it made a great big story and it's in the sun that it uh that, that it was in so the, the sun is... Uh, the report that a woman was sexually assaulted by a vast mammal was entirely made up. Okay, so they're reporting... Well, the, yeah. the, the place that originated was a weekly uh, World News Daily. Oh, of course. Uh, yeah. Right, okay, so I mean, so here's the problem. The Weekly World News, we all know, is a, is, is, is a fake news site, right? I mean, it's... Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah I, I, I said, I said it's not, there's no weekly in that. It's just World News Daily, but okay. yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. Well, actually, the Weekly World News did have one, uh, one truthful and accurate news report that I'm aware of. Weekly World News posted that that the issue would be their last, and it turned out to be their last issue. So that was 100% accurate. Okay. Well, there wow. you go. Wow. Nice. <clears throat> okay. So I found a story while I was looking at your stories, and because it was Texas, I thought it necessary to cover it. Five-foot snake caught... Sneaking from from Texas toilet, so it looks to me. I mean, the the picture it looks to me like a a California king, a black California king is what the picture looks like. Apparently, it came up it came up through the sewers and through the toilet and um and came up and and, and it was found in somebody's bathroom. And my first thought was, wait, can this actually happen? Um, and so I went looking, and apparently, it it this can actually happen. Um, mm-hmm. They come into this. This is a venomous snake. No, no, no. The California king is not a venomous snake. So the, um, it's a constrictor. Yeah. Provided but that's I, what I, it is, I guess I don't know for sure what if, this is. Uh, if this was an accurate picture of the thing coming out of his toilet, that toilet really, really did need cleaning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, I don't know. The, it's a black snake. The one they show up top is a California king. I'm pretty sure that the top, the top picture looks like a black California king. I think. I'm not sure what she's holding. But I mean, it's a pretty. That's a good sized snake that she pulled out of there. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't. I don't, I'm not. I'm not positive. I don't know what kind of snake that is. Uh, but I know somebody I who will know, and I will find out. I know. I, I can say that a five foot snake is quite a bit of snake for most people's standpoints. Yeah, that's that's a good sized snake. It, I'm pretty sure it's not that it's just a constrictor. Um, it looks like a constrictor. But what can happen is. So the the sewer is an open system, and actually, there's so there they can come in. There's a there's a, a port on the roof where they can go in. They can go in through the roof, and 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 then could potentially come out the toilet. Apparently, it can actually happen. Um, I, I was pretty shocked. I thought it probably got in some other way. Um, okay, this says uh, the snake has been creating create, uh, creating havoc last week. It emerged several uh, several heads of a of a rattlesnake. I mentioned by another. I don't know. Anyway, I was I was just surprised that this could actually be a thing. Um, so so make sure you look at the look at that toilet before you sit down. Mm-hmm. And you have to think um, down in southern states. Also, people have gotten into well all over. People have gotten into buying constrictors and pythons. Well, and we have some and native they've ones. They've been breeding them. Yeah. But some people have let them go oh, or sure. they escape. There's actually quite a uh, plethora of these type of snakes down in the area now. Oh yeah, absolutely. I do have uh, I do have an update on the 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 zoos tweeting fake reviews of their animals. Yes. I, I found out what that frog was. Oh, okay. That is a Lake Titicaca scrotum frog. Okay then. Okay. Really? No. Uh, <laughs> I didn't think so. We're we're, we're waiting for the punchline here. I, Lake Titicaca scrotum frog doesn't do it for you. <laughs> well, I didn't say it doesn't do it for me. Um, All right, let's move you on. Probably here. want to say it doesn't do it for you because <laughs> if it does, there's a problem here. <laughs>
Coconut oil is pure poison, says Harvard professor. Maybe he's allergic. Well, the pure poison part is um, the high concentration of um, saturated fat. That is basically what coconut oil is made up of. And the recommended dosage and stuff is even you know higher concentrations. So that is basically where um, his claim is coming from. By the way, you don't want your poison adulterated. That, that'll just ruin your day. So, you know, here's the thing is, I mean, as, as a kid, I remember we, we were told, Coconut oil is bad. And then all of a sudden we see you start seeing virgin coconut oil everywhere. And the claim is that it's the processed coconut oil that would that that had that was a problem and that the virgin was okay. And what this article is saying, that's not true. And they're not the first this is not the first time I've I've heard this. There there was some previous articles that were also saying that even the virgin Coconut oil is is so high in saturated fats, and they say why it will help your HDLs, your good cholesterols. That's outweighed by how much it raises the the LDLs as well. So right. so it raises well, both your good and smart. bad cholesterol. It also talks about the dosage, the, the <clears throat> right. recommended dosage in, in the people who say it's going to do stuff for it. It's like yeah, that, that's getting um, way too high. Well, here's yeah, it's one of those yeah. things. Um, a, a small amount of it's not going to really do anything. No, but, but here's the, the thing. They're recommending. Okay, but here's the thing is uh, it's so the the American Heart Association came out last year and said that and they they came out against it and the apparently the oil that they were that they were stating was different from the oil that she was testing so so apparently that there is there's a difference in um the percentage of medium chain let's see medium chain oils are common a person would need to eat 150 grams 10 tablespoons of coconut oil to receive any benefit from it so what they're saying is that these benefits that that you would you would have to extremely high doses anyway right to to get any benefit from it but here's the thing saying that is pure poison that's just scare language i mean it is i mean that that that, they always use scare language yeah you'd think pure poison would would uh kill you a lot easier yeah you would i mean here's Mm -hmm. the thing i mean even arsenic is not pure poison right i mean come on Everything in dose and everything in moderation. So my, my I, I had a problem with the story. I went looking for a better source. The, the Your source was, it's MSN.com, and it's from Newsweekly. The The Newsweekly stuff is, does, isn't very good. Even the previous articles that we covered are, are entertaining. They're interesting, but they're not very in-depth. Um, I found, I went and I found an article from the New York Times is is uh, is coconut oil good or bad for you? It's a little bit more balanced. It goes through in a little bit more detail and tries to describe what's going on here, um, and and try to tease it out a little bit more. Um, let's see. Is it so? But here's the thing: is that is it better for cooking the olive oil? Here's the thing: is that better is subjective. Coconut oil has a, has a much higher flash point and smoke point than olive oil does, right? So depending on what you're cooking. It may be better, but is it healthier is really the really the question that you want to ask, right? Is it healthy? Is cooking with coconut oil healthier than cooking with olive oil? And I think we can pretty much say that's a resounding no. Olive oil is is going to be healthier than the coconut oil pretty much every time, right? Yeah, but the coconut well, oil is always going to be trendier. Well, that's the thing that, that it is trendier, and it's become a huge fashion. It, yeah. I mean, it's it, it's become a huge trend. Um, Although the only thing there is, considering how little oil you generally use for most of your cooking, is it a significant difference? I'll tell you what, though. What what people try to use at home for cooking, like when they use butter, they put a little butter in the pan. When you go out to eat. And they cook with butter. They're cooking with lots more butter than you do at home because we know that it cooks better that way. And 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 when when we're serving this stuff, we want it to taste good, right? So a restaurant. So so when you go to a restaurant and and it's been cooked in butter, believe me, it's been cooked in butter, right? It's not that little measly thing that you use at home just trying to keep it from stick to the pan. No, no, they use butter, right? And that's the problem with all these oils, probably, is that. If you get something cooked in a restaurant, with the, they're using an appropriate amount of oil to, to cook the food and keep things from sticking. And most people at home try to use too little. Yeah. Um, so so it's so it's different when you think of a little bit of oil and you it, compared to if you go to a restaurant and get something cooked in oil. It believe me, they they use more oil because it's available and it keeps things from sticking and it makes it taste also, good. Also, not all butter is e- equal either. What do you mean I, by that? Huh? What do you mean by that? I mean that there's a huge difference between like great value right. butter and Kerrygold Irish butter. Okay. And you can taste it when you sure. When you, yeah. Well I okay, but here's the thing is that even between those butters, like when you're cooking something, when you so I, I made I did toffee and I used I and I used a very cheap butter 
from Costco, and then I used the fancy Irish butter. In, in a cooking product, you couldn't tell the difference. Where you can tell the difference between that butter is like when you smear it on toast and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, it's a huge difference. In, in a cooking product, I didn't think that I didn't think that it was worth it. I don't think that you could tell much. But that's to, that's completely off the subject from our current coconut story, which I still I I, I'm, I mean yeah I, I think that the I think that the telling me that it's so good for me that I can like that I can sleep in it and lather myself with it and eat everything in it um, is is different from telling me that it's complete poison. And I promise you, we're hearing two sides of two sides of the spectrum here, right? So, one, some researchers are telling us it's pure poison, and other people are telling us that it's good for your heart. John, what's that? Well, oh, so I think I the know. thing is that uh, a lot of people just have black and white thinking about food. It's either good for you, or it's bad for you. Yeah, that, that's right? definitely especially with the new twi- with the trends that are out there. You know, you, you have to label it all one way or the other. And they don't necessarily understand moderation, things like that. Well, the the key with those trends is to get on the trend in the four months that they're trendy before they before they can kill you. As soon as you watch it on Oprah. Yep. That's when you got to get on it. So here's the thing, though. If you want to cook something and get it nice and crispy, do you use olive oil or do you use peanut oil? Yeah, you're the one that did the culinary school. That's right, I did. <laughs> and I know the answer. <laughs> if you want something cooked crispy, you choose the peanut oil. And the coconut oil is going to be in that same class where you, where you have where you have a flash point. I think of it's uh, I think it's I think the smoke point on on these oils, you know, peanut oils and your coconut oils is like 450. So you can get a much higher temperature where your your smoke point on on olive oil is much lower. So depending on what you're cooking, some, you you need a different oil, right? So you don't always use the same oil. So you know, Brian, I I don't know if you're the expert on flash point that you think you are. Because <laughs> I mean to, to truly get a flashpoint, you got to have Barry Allen go back in time and fuck a bunch of shit up. <laughs> uh, okay, that's flashpoint, by the way. That, that's it. It is flashpoint. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. Anyway, so I mean, the, the, this is interesting. The, there's something going on here. I mean, the, the, the we're, we're being told by all these by by the National Heart Association not to use it, right? The, I mean, and the people, do, a lot of people doing this research are saying not to. I haven't looked at any of the research, right? And but so we I mean, we need somebody we trust to, to evaluate all this crap. Um, I don't know. Has Cybabe done it? I, I mean, we we should look to see. Um, you can do a search on science based medicine. Yeah, that there there'd be some other people we trust and see what they, what they're talking about with coconut oil. Because what I put in here is I went to uh, Joseph Morcola's site, Doctor Joseph Morcola, to find out what well, to find out more about coconut oil. And do you want to know what I found out about coconut oil? I found out that it's good for everything. Um, it supports a healthy thyroid function. I thought the only thing that was that that universal a panacea was actually putting Windex on it. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. That's for, what that, I mean. It's but good for thyroid function. No, um, no. I don't know. I, okay. I did. I mean, no, because he, here's the here's the problem: <laughs> is that he does cite his source on this. Um, the source he cites is uh, is Morcola.com. I thought you were going to say it was the Health Ranger. Yeah. <laughs> That would be just exactly right. Um, let's see. It promotes it promotes a healthy heart. Um, animal and human studies have found that uh, the heart but heart risk uh, factor from LDL and HDL levels improve when eating coconut oil. In particular, coconut oil is high in saturated fats, may increase good HDL cholesterol while helping to convert bad LDL cholesterols into a less harmful um, form. But the previous article that I read from the New York Times claims that it raises both the HDL and the LDL cholesterol. And in fact, it, in the raise in LDL outweighs the HDL. So who do I, who do I believe? Well, if I understand the, the whole virgin coconut oil versus southern coconut oil thing, I think that virgin, virgin coconut oil gets that way by staying good. <laughs> so that's the one you should be using. Uh, okay, and here's the thing: is that this is don't worry. This promotes heart attack. It promotes health, a healthy heart. It, he has a source um, to Mercola.com. Mercola.com um, promotes a healthy promotes healthy brain function, and they, they're saying that that it can uh, that it can help to reverse all um, Alzheimer's disease. But don't worry, he cites a source. Mercola.com. Yeah, exactly. Yes, you're getting it. Yeah. Um, boost immune function, which we know anytime you boost immune function that this is bad. This is what this is how we this is how we get allergies and uh, 
and um, what and what what are those other disorders um, where basically your body psoriasis. attacks itself? Um, psoriasis. What's that? Psoriasis. Psoriasis is, is one, but the, that that's a class of diseases <clears throat> called autoimmune uh, diseases. Uh, what's that? I said immune diseases. Autoimmune diseases, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So, so uh, boosting your immune system can lead to to you know autoimmune diseases. But don't worry, he cites a source. Mac. I thought somebody else was going to say Mercola.com. So we can go on. It boosts energy, supports uh, healthy metabolism, aids in weight loss, aids um, um, aids in digestion. Apparently, one of one of the claims is that it's saturated fats, but your body can dissolve it real well, so it's so it's so it's easier on the stomach than other oils because you can because you can metabolize it better. Hey, you um, know what? Uh, you know what? Internet site is heavily invested in uh, coconut oil. Morcola.com? Yeah. 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 Exactly. Okay. So th- there's another thing. He sells he sells um, a virgin coconut oil. Um, let's see. But I'm not done yet. So I I found another site um, that you'll all be familiar with. Natural News. And here I found I found a plethora of articles. Um, let's see. Natural Cures. Coconut oil may be um, able to reverse the uh, re- reverse the course of autism or Alzheimer's disease. It probably helps a- a- autism too. Um, you know, we just haven't seen the article yet. If they could spell it. If they could spell it. <laughs> Alzheimer's <laughs> disease. Uh, another one, uh, another article talks about how we were told it's bad for us, but no, no. Studies show that it's, that it, that it's, that it's good for us. And so they're, they're telling me that studies say that it's good for me. Um, what are the... What, what are the healthiest cooking oils? And of course, they're going to tell me coconut is one of those. Um, I mean, on and on and on. So, but one thing I did want to point out is I, I have another article that goes to quackwatch.com where it, to, where it gives us a little bit more information about, uh, about Joseph Marcola. And in that, it, it tells us uh, down here the FDA warning. And the FDA has, has, has talked to him several times. Um, about uh, about misleading advertising. One of them is for his tropical transit virgin coconut oil, um, claimed to reduce to re- reduce heart disease and has beneficial effects against um, Crohn's disease, irritable bowel syndrome, and and many uh, effective infectious agents, infectious agents. And the FDA told him that he could not make those claims that they were unsubstantiated, and he needed to take those down. So. Here's the problem, right, with this whole thing, is where are people getting their information, right? Is it any good? And but I but here's and but this doctor who is who is telling I mean who is many times been been cited as being credulous is telling said it's good for me. And one little article in in the New York Times and um, on MSBC say that it's bad. I don't know. One thing I one thing you mentioned earlier that I did want to address. You were talking about. A good, uh, you know, a, a anything in moderation works. And you mentioned arsenic, and arsenic has some wonderful cosmetic benefits. <laughs> it gives a woman, it gives a woman that, a new, you know, a nice arsenic face wash will give a woman that that healthy pale glow that uh, makes her look so aris- aristocratic. Okay, let me be more specific when I say arsenic. You know, because apples ha- ha- can have arsenic in them, but there yes. are two types of arsenic in them. One of the one of them they call natural arsenic, and the other is uh, probably I think it's methyl arsenic. Yeah. And we in one types and there are types of arsenic that we produce that we can metabolize with no problem, much like with you know um, mercury. You know, we, ethyl mercury is a problem. Oh no, ethyl mercury we can we can you know it's not a problem, but methyl mercury is. So when I say arsenic, my, my point is that there are some compounds that we can metabolize and others that we can't. Right. So I mean, it's a it, even it's all, and I think that as dumb as it said, is all a matter of dose. Mm-hmm. But you also know that I was telling the truth about that. That they did used to use arsenic. Oh yeah, as a as a face wash. Sure. I mean, they they before we re- understood what was going on. I mean, mercury was everywhere, right? People, kids were playing yep. with it at home. It was so cool. Yep. I don't know. And here's the thing: then is that they, then they invented slinky. Even even the information that that that's on here talking about how how coconut oil is pure poison is sensationalized and not exactly true right i mean it's it it, it goes over the top so both sides are, are way over the top with with how they're with how they're promoting this shit their way of getting people's attention yeah i don't know i'll step and off the soapbox coconut now. oil either way not good for me 
<laughs> oh, you can't. You can't. I mean, here's the allergic. Thing. I, well, that, that's why I, I I I like coconut oil. It smells great for for certain things. You know, I'd like to oh, put I it in there the because it's it. it's fragrant and you know. It's so first, I mean, here's the thing. I'm not going to stop using it. You know, um, but I'm I don't use it for everything, right? I, I you know, yeah. we use different things for different for you know, depending on what we're cooking. You use the right oil for what you're cooking. You know, you mix it up. Yes, All right. But, what, what, you know, <laughs> people just want to use one oil or the other. Well, but here's the thing that it's too easy to, I don't know, either both, both those, but all of that information that we've got on here, go, it swings one, two way to, to, to either side. There's, mm-hmm. there is a middle ground here, right? Always is. So. Uh, all right. What else we got here? One, one thing, I, uh, one thing I want to say here is you notice that I didn't say that uh, virgin coconut oil comes from ugly coconuts. Because uh, how the hell can you tell? <laughs> so how much time do we have? I don't know. What do you want to cover? One more article. What else do you want uh, to cover? I definitely, well, uh, we'll cover the last two because they're connected. Okay, go ahead. Go, go ahead and okay. do it. So this one's an interesting one that I ran across. <laughs> Middle school assignment sparks uproar. So basically, um, students at this Ohio middle school were given an assignment that um, told them to choose eight out of 12 people to put in a spaceship and take to a different planet because the world was ending. Um, choices included homosexual pro-athlete, militant African-American medical student, a female movie star who was the victim of sexual assault. Um, so the home got, the assignment got taken home, and the parents got upset, which I can understand. Uh, what does Muslim have to do with it? What does female have to do with it? Um they're trying to make the um, one apparently made the claim the paper divides um, doesn't pull anyone together, and of course, um, so the, the school went looking into it. Well, the teacher, um, I, I'm not the, my my main problem is I'm not sure what this why this was given out from a math class, but it was a math teacher that gave it out. The point w- was actually to have them look at it and get upset, <laughs> which makes perfect sense to me. This is the type of thing where it's like, look at if it upsets you, you're human. Uh, the, the idea of um, doing this should upset anyone, and especially with a uh, on, on the second article, it gives the actual stuff. I'm an accountant with a substance abuse problem. Um, a 33 year old female Native American manager who does not speak English. A racist armed police officer who has been accused of using excessive force. 67 year old Jewish university administrator. You know all, all these things, and they break them down in such a way, you know, of, of how we often are seeing classifying people. And um, the, the teacher was talking about how, well, actually, um, you know, we're supposed to be looking to ways to promote tolerance and break down stereotypes. What better way to do it than to give the kids a sign that says, okay, you need to judge people by stereotypes. How does that make you feel? You know, what, what, did, if that doesn't bother you, why doesn't it bother you? Um, I, I actually kind of love the idea behind it. I can very much see why it would upset people, why it would get this kind of reaction. I, I question the decision to do this in a math class. Yeah, that, that, that's one of the worst things to me is the, the saying it was the math teacher who gave it out. It sounds like a sociology class. I mean, it sounds yeah. like, you know. Uh, the, or philosophy, yeah. Sure. But I, I can definitely see what the teacher was trying for, while at the same time, you know, especially not clearing it through the proper channels first, something that's going to be this um, controversial. But the exercise as a whole, I honestly think it's the perfect thing to present to kids, maybe, you know, more in high school than junior high, but and present it to them in a way that, you know, okay, how, how would you deal with it? Make it more of a discussion rather than a homework. Mm-hmm. Because homework time says you have to make the choices. While discussion says, okay, why would you? And, and get sure. them more involved. Yeah, it is weird. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, but, you know, if, if we don't think about these things and we're not encouraged <laughs> to think about these things, they, you know, they might not. I mean, the, yeah, right. but it's just a wrong class. A wrong class and everything, but it did some of the right things. Sure. I mean, it means the students are going to go home. They're going to have conversations with their parents about. They're going to talk about. They're going to say, "This bothered me," and the parents go, "Okay, what bothered you about it?" Yes, I agree. That should bother you. I'm glad to see that from and have real conversations about what's going on in the world, and even talking about this is what we actually have seen actively happening, even in our own country. That you know, th- this is the yeah. way people often look at things. But Ian, you're a parent. The last yeah. thing you want to do is have your kids come home school and tell you that there was something there that they were bothered. <laughs> They were bothered about and had to think of it. I mean, that's not <laughs> yeah, the last you thing said. you want to do is talk to your kids. 
that's not <laughs> right. Send them to school. Send them to schools so you don't have to. Talk. I think exactly. a lot of parents do that. I, I very much agree with that. Hmm. <laughs> I, I, I've actually always been quite the opposite. I am extremely aggressive about talking to my kids about these things. I'm actually quite proud <laughs> of them. It, it's come up. Well, the, the school they go to is very progressive. <clears throat> they they are they're um, openly gay kids, openly transsexual kids. Um, one of their friends that Brian's girls know, a Phoenix, um, who was born female, um, identifies as male. And I even have a hard time referring to him the masculine because I've known him most of his life. I've seen him grow up. And so it's a hard thing. But I mean, this is their friends is people they've grown up with. They, the, the whole concept of um, judging people in a manner like this would upset them greatly because no, why would you look at a person that way? The, 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 the who they are is what's supposed to be important. Not these um, stereotypical details. Right. But I would say that, I mean, having graduated from that school, we, we had a lot of these types of discussion, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, as 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 a community, you know, the, the, we we would have these discussions. You know, we we had a um, we, you know they might happen during governance, they might happen during other classes, but these kinds of discussions were, were would be encouraged, right? To have these right. kinds of you know, I mean, uh, you know, just well, you know, the majority of your public schools that they avoid this kind of stuff as sure. much as they can. Sure, because because it is a potential liability thing, yeah. right? You know, I mean, you, now you're gonna have to justify why the why you were having a discussion with the, about this kind of stuff in in school. <laughs> Even even though I mean maybe it just came up right I mean if it if it comes up during math class that's when you address it right I mean you you might have yeah. to stop things to, to have that discussion it should be okay to do that um, it's weird that it was homework but you know yeah. yeah so which of these did your kids choose to do? <sighs> I actually um you know I haven't presented this to my kids yet okay <laughs> so which of, was... which of these which of these would you choose to leave behind. <laughs> It doesn't say annoying co-host on your podcast. Nope, I'm so. not a choice. <laughs> yeah, so you're apparently safe. Well, actually, you're not safe. I guess that means you're already are doomed. <clears throat> yeah, I'm already zombie food. Well, I think the first action you got to do is fire the person who gathered together the people who are you're going to save. Me, like, what the fuck is this list? <laughs> <laughs> you're not going. Yeah, <laughs> you did a bad list. Get a better one. I, you know, I'm assuming that the purpose of, I'm assuming the purpose of the rocket is to repopulate the human race on some other world. Right. So I'd have to, yeah, I, I'd have to leave out the, uh, the older university, university administrator just because of his age. Um, well, probably anybody over the age of 30, right? I mean, they would be too old for this. Well, I don't think we have a whole lot of of them that are, have that many, we don't have that many female choices though. Well, uh, looking at the oh, that's interesting. Looking at the one filled out, um, there was one female that didn't get gone. That was the female Native American manager who does not speak English. Yeah. Yet the sixty-year-old Jewish um, university administrator to go, and yeah. the Hispanic clergyman who is against homosexuality. I'm curious as to whether or not the Hispanic clergyman was He's not um, in the good age for it. Well, age. Um, but I'm also more curious with him as to whether or not um he's celibate. Yeah, I had that thought. Almost, if he's celibate, he'd be almost useless. But I mean, you know, we're here saying that, talking about it in that same kind of way, where it's like, you know, g given a thing like that, you do start processing it. Whether or not you want to admit it, you look through all this stuff and say, okay, what are the, the qualities I think should be moved on for humanity? We're all guilty of it. And like I said, we're kind of doing it right here. Looking we are, at we are doing it right here. We're not kind of yeah. doing it right here. We are very much doing it right yeah. here. <laughs> yeah. And the reason I, I posed the question is because yeah. when you started reading off people who were on this list, I started thinking, okay, this one I would leave behind, and this is why. This right. one I would take, and this is why. Well, the accountant I'd leave behind because that sounds like my dad. <laughs> and he already apparently has a kid because his pregnant wife is on the list. Yeah, does like she count as one or two? Uh, here I think she only counts as one. Yeah. So. Um, the racist armed police officer who has been accused of using excessive force. I, I might, I might be inclined to take him in place of other people because. Well, if, if you don't has, take him, you're never going to have any really good drama in that series. <laughs> that's, that's true. And they don't include on here. They don't un include on here a a sociopathic person masquerading as a masquerading as a doctor no. they don't include well, that, that at all uh, just the militant one who's uh masquerading. this is a weird list yeah but oh i it think is, it's, you know, it's intentionally weird 
Yeah. It's intentionally designed to evoke multiple multiple impressions for each person. You're supposed to get good and bad from everything. A racist armed only- police officer, well, police officer is good, but armed and excessive u- excessive force is bad. Racist is bad. Movie star yeah. is good. Victim of se- sexual assault is bad. I think the only way that this list w- could actually be put in place is if these were the only remaining survivors of humanity. Hmm. Otherwise, you just yeah. have much better choices to pick from. I mean, I hope so. The, uh, let's see, the accountant's well, pregnant well, I mean, wife. Tw- 21-year-old female Muslim international student. Nothing wrong with that. No, nothing wrong with that at but all. Some people, are, with- some people are going to find it wrong because it's it's Muslim. Right. And that, that's the reason why they emphasize Muslim in it. Yeah. That's what you I'm know. saying. Every, every person who's got... Every person who's got bad has got good. Except every person who's got right. bad, got good, has got bad. Except for the twenty-one-year-old Muslim. That one. That there's nothing wrong in there. Oh, an Asian orphan, twelve-year-old boy. Well, yeah, I, I they just, wanna, wait a minute. Wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I have seen. Um, I've seen Temple of Doom. I'd have to leave behind. <laughs> I'm sorry, but he's not gonna. He's not gonna get any love. Mister Jones. Mister Jones. <laughs> you call him Doctor Jones. <laughs> Oh man! Yeah, it, it, it's definitely an interesting exercise. That the main purpose would be to start conversation. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Exactly. And that, and you know, that is a great thing to have in there. And, and it might even be something you allow the kids to opt out. It's like, listen, we're, we're going to do this exercise that may upset you, that may trigger you, that may go to um may lead to some <clears throat> stuff you don't want to um talk about. If that, if you really think you're going to have a problem with that. You can leave the class. You know, the sad irony of this list here is that the uh, prior job of this math teacher was uh, he was an administrator for a university. He's about 60 and he's Jewish. I see this as a cry for help. Maybe he was an accountant with a substance abuse problem. That's possible. All right. That's my dad. That's your dad. All right. (laughs) All right. Is there anything else? I think we're good for tonight. All right. Say good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. Good night. Good night, everybody. And that's another one in the can. If you've made it this far, that's an hour of your time. You're never getting back. But the amateur skeptics appreciate you giving that hour to us. If you'd like to tell us how you felt about spending that hour with us, let us know at WTF at AmateurSkeptics.com. The Amateur Skeptics Podcast is distributed under a Creative Commons Share Alike No Derivatives 3.5 license. Intro music by Peter Canold. Find more of Peter's music at soundcloud.com forward slash P-K-A-N-O-L. Exit music by OFM. Find more of their music at myspace.com forward slash OFMHQ. Artwork for the Amateur Skeptics by Sean Smith Ford. Copyright Shadow Knight Digital Portraiture.